Hey, what's up, my friends? It's Devin. I'm a psychiatrist and a regular family guy. Welcome to the Huddle Wisdom Podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, welcome to the YouTube channel. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm really grateful because it tells me that you want your families to thrive. You want your students to thrive and flourish. And today um, is a good day. It's Tuesday. It's a school holidays. Um, it's great spending time with the kids and the wife. Um, it's lovely. I don't often get to, to do much of this in my free time because I'm usually working. So if you're here, welcome. This is where I share with you mental models, concepts, frameworks to help you and your loved ones to navigate complexities in life. But it's also where you get literacy, literate, emotional literacy for free. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to teach it to you without any time-wasting stuff. And I just realized I've probably just wasted about a minute and a half of your life. So I'm going to get into it right now. So today, I want to talk about the idea of intention versus goal-setting. You know, we we always get a lot of mixed messages about whether goal setting is actually really, really that useful. And today I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about something that you can do which is better than goal setting. Uh, before we go, before we jump into that, I just want to remind you that um, if you log onto the website huddlewisdom.com. Uh, you can sign up for the free mini course on emotional firestorms or how to handle firestorms. How do you deal with tantrums, meltdowns, um, all the lovely stuff that we as parents and teachers like to deal with because we've got so much time on our hands and we've got nothing else to do. But the course is really short. It's only about 20 or 30 minutes. And if you do it, um, I think it's going to save you so much time and energy because what it does is it gives you a framework to help you create roadmaps to make it easier for you and your kids or your students to navigate emotional storms while containing emotional storms, limiting damage, limiting um, further problems down the track. And it also improves your connection and your relationship with one another. So how good is that? I think it's awesome. So go and jump in. It's free. It's free. And it's only, I think, 20 or 30 minutes. And it's just a series of videos that I've collated and a couple of free PDF downloads. It's going to save you so much time in the long run if you have a system for approaching emotional firestorms. So go and check that out. All right, so without further ado, I'm going to be sharing on this episode um, my best tips for how you get more productive. And the first idea I have that I think is really key to, to being productive is this idea of intention. Now, intention is exactly what you think it means. It's what you intend to do. So you have an idea of taking yourself, either your present self or your future self, to a place 
where you intend to be at some point in the near future. So in practice, what that means is we imagine ourselves doing something, saying something, being something, achieving something that's different to where we are now, but we're projecting into the future. Now, it's very difficult to predict the future, of course, because we don't know what sorts of things are going to come in our way that stops us from achieving the things we want to achieve. Now, when we talk about goal setting, you know, goal setting is huge. And there's nothing wrong with goal setting. But I want to tell you that without intention, goal setting can be a little bit like um, an exercise in running around a lot. The goalposts always keep moving. When you set a goal for yourself, I don't know about you, but sometimes it feels as though it's like grasping at clouds. Um, the goalposts shift, things move under you. You know, the rug gets pulled under you, sands shift, you know, shifting sands. And so you're constantly having to tweak your goals. And sometimes you have to break, uh, break up bigger goals into smaller more achievable goals, which makes sense, but sometimes it makes us feel um, like we're not good enough or that there's something that um, is inherently missing in us. And some of us can feel a little bit downtrodden, um, which then leads us to feel a bit, you know, emotivated, sometimes depressed and anxious when we're just not able to achieve those nebulous goals, which um, we, we didn't think we're going to be nebulous, but they turn out to be uh, because life happens and sometimes we don't reach goals. So the idea here is, and this is important because it sounds like intention and goal setting are the same thing because both, both imply that you want something different to what you have now. Um, but intention is what you give out. Is It comes from within. Intention comes from within. And the implication then is that it's under our control. What we intend is under our control. So we want to achieve something. We intend to achieve something. We intend to bring something. We intend to... Um, to make something happen. Uh, it's under our control. But goal setting, we kind of leave it up to the angels a little bit. Um, you know. It, but having said that, if you intend to achieve something, then you can set goals that are more targeted. But it also means that if you happen to miss miss a target, or you happen to miss, uh, miss fire, or you, you know, you run at the goal and you don't get it. It feels a lot better when your intention is to achieve something because whatever that goal is that you've missed is only part of the journey. It's not a big deal. You can leave it behind and move on to the next goal. The beauty of intention is that you can have a multitude of goals. Actually, in fact, it doesn't matter what goals you have because your intention is still the same. It's still the same. I like to use this example um, 
um, I, I like to use the example of being in someone's um, so so I train in uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, which is a great um, which is a great martial art, great self defense. Um, sorry, great skills for self defense, but it also teaches you a lot about life. Uh, by the way, shout out to Mount Manganui Jiu Jitsu and all the gang there. Uh, uh, Prof. Felipe Santos, if you are thinking about jiu-jitsu, if you, um, or if you want to um, think about um, improving yourself and you want to get some self-defense skills, go check out Mount Manganui Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, Felipe Santos is our coach and our professor. Go check him out. It's, it's awesome. Um, I get smashed there all the time. And uh, there's this position in jiu-jitsu called... Um, Side control. And uh, by the way, this is not a jujitsu podcast. I know nothing about jujitsu compared to Prof Santos, okay? Uh, but I, I just use this as an example because I think it I think it's a beautiful analogy and jujitsu is uh, it is like life. It's um it, you know, it, it sort of mimics um struggle in life and you have to um positions position yourself in a way that gets you out of trouble and gets you into a more dominant position. Um, but you have to feel the struggle in order to, to achieve a more dominant position. Uh, because through that struggle, you, 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 you start to get a sense of what it is that you need to do um, in order to um to escape or to survive and and so again uh when it comes back to intention your intention is not to move a person off of you um the result of what you intend to do the outcome may be that that person moves off you so there's this position called side control so you're on the bottom lying on your back and you have a person that's basically trying to squash you. Um, believe me, so I'm about 68, 69 kilograms. And when you've got, you know, a, a room full of beasts who are, you know, 80 kilograms, 100 kgs above, it, it, feels, it feels awful. But after a while, you actually get addicted to that pressure. Anyway, that's another thing. Jiu-Jitsu is awesome. <laughs> so, so you've got a 100 kilogram beast of a person bearing down their weight on you on your chest they've got gravity on their side as well so here's me 68 kilograms i've got this beast of a person just just bearing down everything they've got onto my chest it feels almost impossible to to get out of that a bit like life sometimes right um you know, you move around, you, you, you kind of squirm and you, you kind of, man, I got to get this person off me. I don't like the pressure. I need to get this person off of me. I don't like the pressure. It's squashing me. It's suffocating. It feels horrible. I need to push this thing off of me. Like a boulder. You know, you're pushing a boulder. But it's impossible. How are you going to generate enough force with my piddly little arms in this position here, how am I going to generate enough force to push this person off me? 
it's impossible. I can't. So my intention cannot be to move the boulder. I, my intention cannot be to move this beast of a person off me. My intention is to escape. My intention is to survive. My intention is to move into a more dominant position if I can escape first. So then, so if your goal was to move the person, you can break that down into as many go little mini goals as you want. You know, okay, I'm going to move this person. How do I move this big person? I need to, I need to move him just a little bit. Just, just a couple of, you know, smaller goals. I'm just going to... You, you can't. You can't do that. You cannot. But if your intention changes to, okay, I'm not going to move this person, but I can move myself. I'm going to intend to escape. The, the difference is subtle but profound. Um, because once, once your mindset and your mentality changes to one of, okay, I need to move a barrier out of my way, to, okay, how am I going to move myself out of the way? It changes the game. And what happens is that you find those little spaces, and believe me, they are, there are little spaces where you can find. It takes work, but you, you'll find them. You find little spaces to exploit, because that fits into your whole intention to escape. And then you seize those opportunities and you leverage them to get out of there. So I like to get my, my little wrist, my little wrist here, piddly little wrist, and I just sort of inch it slowly down. It looks like a dance move, sorry. Um, this, is, this is for kids, sorry. It's not. So I sort of inch my wrist, I'm gonna okay, inch my wrist down like that, and then I somehow bump, 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 get my wrist under, under the armpit, um, my intention is not to get my wrist to the armpit. My intention is to move myself into a better position. My wrist just happens to be under the armpit, which is the best place for me um, to escape. You, you know the difference. The, the goal isn't to move the person. The goal is to move myself. And to move myself, my wrist happens to need to go under the armpit so that I can sort of move out of the way right? Um, the outcome is that sometimes that big beast of a person moves, but that's not my intent. My intent is to get out of the way. Once I'm out of the way, I can move to a different position, and then I can get them into side control, or I can get the back or whatever uh, you want to do. So that's more, you know, jujitsu specific terminology, but the principle is the same. The analogy for life um, pl plays out on the mats in jiu-jitsu. So I cannot recommend it enough. Go and do it. Just go and do it. You'll see me there um, some Mondays, Fridays. But yeah, anyway, it'll be awesome. Awesome. Go and check out Prof. Felipe Santos. Wonderful person. Everyone there is wonderful. Everyone smashes me. Um, and I tell you what. I, I learn a lot about life on the mat and I apply it and it's awesome. So that's what, that, that's what this is about here, this episode here. So 
intention beats goal setting. Because you can never predict how, you can never predict the outcome of, you know, um, what's going to happen when you get near to your goals. The, the sands shift. So, you know, if you're trying to move a boulder off of you, that boulder shifts and it moves. And said, oh crap, I'm, what am I going to do now? I, now I need to adjust to this boulder. I need to work myself around. I'm losing control here. But if your intention is to escape, if they move, you move because your intention is to escape. And so it opens up this whole world of um, options. You know, you, it's not just about moving a boulder. It's about moving yourself so you have more control. More control over your life when you intend things. So in the morning when you wake up, before you start your day, ask yourself this question. And this comes from a psychiatrist, the great psychiatrist, Viktor Frankl. Um, he's got a great book called Man's Search for Meaning. And in that book, um, Viktor Frankl, there's one, one question that he implores that people ask themselves. And I'm paraphrasing here, and I'm going to butcher it, but I'm going to butcher the, the message. But um, it goes something like this, right? So you imagine yourself living um, a second time. Now, how are you going to spend your time in your second life, in the best way that you can, um, that's better and different to the first life. So you have to live life without regrets. Um, you have to, another, I think another version of it is, if today was your last day on earth, um, you know, what would you be doing? What's important to you? Um, Another version is, um, I can't think of other versions right now, but I hope you know what I mean. So you, we only have finite time available to us, and we need to make the most of it. So in the morning, we don't want to set goals. We want to set intent. What is your intention today? Okay? Your, your goal is not to get, $100 million in the bank. Maybe it is if your intention is to, I don't know, live debt-free or have lots of money in the bank because I don't know why you want that, but, um, you know, or have enough money, right? Maybe your intention is actually um, to have the um, capacity to use your time um, how you want to when you want to, and with who you want to, that would be an intent, right? That's more meaningful than setting a goal of, I'm going to have a million dollars in the bank. Because you might not reach that goal. You might not reach that goal. You're, but you, you might be able to achieve what you intended to, which is to free up your time so that... You can spend it with the people that you love and when you want to, you know? So I think sometimes goal setting um, narrows our thinking 
it blinkers our vision. But if you have intention, it opens up a whole world of possibilities to you. So in the morning, when you wake up, what is your intent for today? What do you intend to do today? Not, what goals do I have today? Now, like I said earlier, there's nothing wrong with setting goals, but it should be couched in, in it should be set within the context of your intention. So if, if you have a goal and it's aligned with your intent, then I think that's a good thing. You know, it makes sense to do that. But if goals are just goals without any intent behind them, it, 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 it seems meaningless. And, you know, I go back to that jujitsu analogy. If my goal is to move this beast of a person off of me, and I'm not able to achieve that because it's impossible, what's my next goal? Is it to move him a little bit? But I still can't do that. So I'm going to break that goal down into small mini steps. of Moving a big person. It's the same direction. You know, I, can't, I can't do that. But again, if your intention is different, if your intent is to move out of the way, then it opens a whole world of possibilities. Even if the sands shift, or the weight distribution shifts. It doesn't matter. Your intention is still to escape. Right? Okay. So, the next thing is, spend your time in a way that gives you the greatest return on your investment. So, two things here. Intention over goal setting. Two, each morning wake up, ask yourself, what is your intention? What is my intent for the day? And three, think of those things that gives you the greatest return on your investment. Spend the time doing that. Everything else is secondary. Um, sometimes people think that, you know, we, we don't have time to do everything in our day. It's true. We don't. So you want to spend the time Invest, you want to invest your time in the things that you know is going to give you back the greatest return on your investment, on your time. The, we have so many things on our plate. You know, if you're a busy parent, busy teacher, a hundred things on your plate, so many things to do. Where do we find the time? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, things come up unexpectedly. And it, it feels urgent. Sometimes these things feel urgent. But are they really urgent? Do they fit into my... Into what I want to do? My, my intention? What is my intention here? Um, that's a topic for next time, maybe. You know, what happens if things happen in life and it doesn't align with your intention, but it's still important. What do you do about that? Well, it's a topic for another day, but there's a way around that. 
well, it's a way to deal with it. And um, yeah, I want to share that with you. Uh, again, it's got something to do with intention and choice. Um, what was I talking about before? Oh, yes. So um, invest your time in those things that are going to give you the biggest return on your investment. And so what that means is you have to choose wisely. And I recommend that you only choose to do three things. Three things a day. Three things that fit into your in, into the contact. Three things that fit and align with what you intend to do. Um, the good thing about doing that is that it makes you more focused, and those urgent things that come up. They just become distractions, because if they don't line up with your intentions, um, they're distractions, and you should ignore them, or park them for another day, or make them a secondary task to deal with. Okay, because those three things—that's what you need to be focused on. Your intention for those three things. Um, it does take quite a bit of discipline to make sure that you follow those. Um, uh, those practices, uh, but believe me, it's worth doing. It really is quite liberating, and it frees you up. It frees other people up. Um, anyway, uh, I hope you. I hope you. I hope you try it, and um, I hope that you thrive. In fact, I know that you'll thrive. Um, and I hope to see you at Mount Manganui Jiu-Jitsu, Felipe Santos, uh, Coach Santos. Go check it out. Go check it out now. Uh, stop, stop procrastinating. Go and do it. Um, intention over goals. But if you set goals, make sure that's in the context of your intent. Um, reflect each morning. What do I intend for the day? Think of three things. Focus on those things. Everything else that comes up is a distraction. Um, before I leave you today, um, sign up for the mini course. It's free. Emotional firestorms. 20 to 30 minutes a day. Sorry. <laughs> 20 to 30 minutes. Watch it. Saves you hours. Saves you years of time, energy, headaches. Because it helps you to create a roadmap to navigate difficult emotional storms. Check it out. Give us your email address. We'll send it to you. Very easy. www.huddlewisdom.com forward slash get tools. That's G-E-T-T-O-O-L-S. And yeah, um, let me know what you think of it. Um, if you like this video if you like the podcast please review rate share it around help me to reach more people and um i will see you when i see you next time thank you so much for joining me you are awesome i uh, appreciate you lending me your eyes and your ears and your hearts um and go well see you when i see you and hopefully we'll see you on the mat as well. Cheers, guys. Bye.